Welcome to Eureka with Alicia, episode number 18. Hello, my fellow earthlings. How are you all feeling this week? I am feeling kind of blissed out in my life right now, which is amazing. I'm definitely not always blissed out, but the times that I am, oh boy, I'm going to tell you about it. Because of all of this bliss I've been feeling lately, I've been reaching out to past me, and I've been thanking her a whole bunch. I'm specifically referring to the past version of me in 2018, who did all the hard internal work and then made some really bold decisions for her life. She decided, I'm going to buy a house, I'm going to become an entrepreneur, doing something I love. She didn't know what that thing would be yet, but that didn't phase her. And she decided, I'm going to create the most magical and healthy partnership anyone on this damn planet has ever seen. Now, 2018 me had no idea how she was going to do any of these things. That part was none of her business. Her only business was declaring exactly what it is she most wanted and then choosing to believe it was all possible for her. Choosing to believe something new that directly opposes what your current mindset believes is a whole ass skill, my friends. It takes work and it requires so much discomfort and effort, if I'm being honest. But my God, you guys, I am literally living in her beautiful creation right now. I'm like, man, we really did it, didn't we? It's kind of a humbling awe. The ability to create whatever we want is by far my favorite thing about life, aside from, you know, coffee and stuff like that. Like, I know and understand I'm not all-powerful and I can't control anything but myself but damn the art of creating your life on purpose does make you feel some kind of invincible and it is so cool I've just been looking around at my house and my business and all of my clients and at the little family I've built with my husband and our dog and it is bliss it was once all a crazy idea in my head and now it's actually real It once felt completely overwhelming. I'm not kidding. It felt impossible and way too far out of my reach. And yet, here we are today. We're ready to drop the next amazing chapter. And that brings me to today's topic, which is this unhelpful made-up concept of starting over. Now, I myself have fallen victim to this lie several times in my life. In fact, the reason I decided to do a podcast about this was because it recently came up again for me. And that was when I re-signed up for my old gym membership just a couple weeks ago. I had taken this last year to go full-time in my business while still working at my old job. And I just put exercise on the back burner, right? I was filling my days with work, just hustling and grinding. And it was amazing. It was a lot of work, but it paid off because now I 100% own my time. I'm that autonomous bitch. You know what I'm saying? 
And I'm ready to get back to the exercise because I know how valuable it is. I love doing it. I didn't really want to start, but I, you know, made a sacrifice for my dreams. So I want to talk about this concept because as I've been getting back to it, I'm back in the gym doing what I love to do. Shame has been rearing its ugly little voice and saying, "Ugh, you're starting all over now. Why did you ever stop? You shouldn't have done that. That was so irresponsible. You're the worst. You know the voice. And as a coach, I see all that noise. It's just trash. So let's talk a little bit about the idea of starting over and debunk all of its reckless drunkenness. So here are a few places where this story has popped up for me in my past. We'll get a nice little pattern working here, you'll see. Back when I decided to leave UNR after two full academic years and I I wanted to move back to Anchorage to finish up my degree, I told myself I was starting over. Starting over college, starting over life. When I decided to move back in with my mother to save some money for a house, and I left, you know, that phase of owning my own place at the age of 28, I told myself, I'm starting all over. It's like I'm 18 again. When at that very same age, my six-year relationship came to an end, and I was now single again, Oh, I told myself I was starting all over. When I had been out of dance and all my old exercise routines for years and I went back to working out again, oh, I told myself I was starting over. So why do we choose to tell ourselves we're starting over whenever things are shaken up a bit in our lives? I want to genuinely study this concept with you today. Does telling ourselves this illusion actually serve us in some way or or does it point to an underlying issue that most of us don't want to face and here's what i found to be true from inquiring within myself i wasn't telling myself i was starting over because it was a really helpful awesome thing to say i was telling myself i was starting over because i felt consumed by shame and it was the only concept that temporarily relieved that heavy feeling. I found that if I told myself I'm starting over, it would kind of ease all my pain in a twisted way, and it felt like I was just giving myself a clean slate. And that would help with all the shame I felt that was being caused by what I really thought about it all. It seems so innocent, right? But... The real thoughts it was guarding was that the only possible explanation for why this terrible circumstance is happening is because something has gone terribly wrong in the universe. And then the only logical explanation for the universe being so disturbed was because something was terribly wrong with me. There we have it. The clean slate approach was really just a weak attempt to avoid this very ugly thought which is basically, what the hell is wrong with me, right? That's a terrible question to ask ourselves. But by going ahead and implementing the starting over story for myself, I'm also saying my past is unworthy and it's flawed as fuck. I need to mentally delete it and somehow go back to the place before all of this happened. That's what we're really saying whenever we tell ourselves we're starting over. 
That is so hurtful to the part of you that actually went through all of that. The part of you that lived it, that was doing her best in those moments. It's so discounting to the moments that you actually enjoyed and appreciating during that part of your story. It's so cruel when you tell yourself you have to edit out parts that make you feel less than. Let's just rip out a couple of these trashy chapters because they're worthless. Shame is so powerful. It makes us do crazy mean things to the most vulnerable parts of ourselves. Do not underestimate how much momentum can get behind shame. Momentum is always taking place in our lives, but we have to learn how to direct it so it's not leading us into these unhelpful, disempowering places. It's so funny. I was talking about all the power and invincibility I've been feeling lately, and I realize I've had this amazing energy available to me my whole life. This version of that energy, that is. But I've only recently started to experience it. For most of my life, I felt momentum in the direction of deep shame. I would feel anxious and completely disempowered and straight up terrified. Up until my late 20s, all that power that I'm now referring to resided within the confines of this shame. I was using all of my quote-unquote power, you know, that human electricity life force that we all have to energize these awful thoughts about myself, my life, and the choices I had made in my past. I spent so much of my time trying to run away from these awful thoughts. But thoughts are energy, my dog. And physics shows us that you cannot destroy or eliminate energy. It's impossible. You have to transform it into something else, into a different type of energy if you want anything to change. And that transformation takes courage because it is uncomfortable and scary. And it requires you to face everything you have been running from for all these years. You can't outrun your thoughts. Whenever I told myself I was starting over, I was just running. I would metaphorically try to scrap everything that had gotten me to this moment in my life, and I would try to chuck it all out the existential window. I would feed myself this lie that I can just clean up this slate and begin anew. But that is impossible, not only physically, but emotionally. We can never be new in the way that shame wants us to be. It only wants a clean slate because it thinks there's nothing good to be found in these older, darker chapters of our lives. And that is not true. I am here to tell you, I wouldn't even know bliss today if I didn't get really familiar with my darker chapters. I wouldn't be able to experience bliss without leaning into everything I was so afraid of facing. Once you stop shaming and invalidating your own experience, life gets really fucking good. I don't want you to invalidate any part of you or your history ever. I don't want you to try to throw away any part of your experience no matter how bad you think it was. 
when I tell you my life is bliss now, I'm not trying to put on a show or exaggerate my experience. Bliss, just like any emotion, is a harmless vibration in our body. Its definition is complete happiness, paradise, or heaven. Bliss is an emotion I chose to study before I'd ever felt it. It's an emotion I intended to feel on purpose that I practiced and worked hard to create in my body. I earned and created my bliss. I can create any emotion I want. That is my superpower. And it is yours too. I'm only telling you I feel bliss because there was once a time in my life that I truly thought bliss would never be possible for me. I had been drowning in so much shame and self-pity, I didn't believe it was available to me. I want you to know bliss is available to anyone that's up for a little internal transformation. There's no prerequisite for bliss other than learning the skills of how to manage your thoughts and your emotions. That shit is readily available to every single human being. If you don't want to get it from hiring a coach or a therapist, then just go buy a book. If you don't want to buy a book, then Google it. If you don't want to Google it, then hey, your shame probably wants you to take a look at it and probably wants you to see that it's okay. I'm here for all of it. I'm here to witness that for you as not a problem at all. Shame does not mean anything has gone wrong, right? If that's where you are right now, you're perfect. You're right where you should be. You did not fuck up the universe's plan. You didn't actually clean your slate, okay? You're perfect right here. It's never a problem when we feel shame or loneliness or darkness. It doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. We are not flawed whenever we resist our transformations ahead of their time. We're not better or more worthy once we get to the place where we do feel bliss. I'll tell you that right now. I still have the same human brain. I just manage it differently. We're all just humans humaning. And my advice to all humans is don't make where you are a problem. Don't ever tell yourself you're starting over because that's not true. You didn't actually travel back in time. I want you to look at your life story as an unfolding novel. Don't compartmentalize little sentences. Don't try to throw away the whole book because it's not over yet. Instead, just start writing in whatever you want. How do you want this novel to go? You have so much more say than you realize. Have a beautiful day, my fellow humans. I'll see you next week. Bye. If you're loving what you're learning on this podcast, then I have some good news for you. I'm offering a 40% discount right now on my one-on-one coaching program. There are only five spots left. So if this sounds like the right deal for you, go to aliciaturnercoaching.com to book your free consultation. I'll see you there.